and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're off to the seaside to have a look at Hastings Borough Council and Manalit Partners PLC. The citation for this case is 2016 UKSC 50. This case surrounds Hastings Pier and goes all the way back to June 2006, where Hastings Borough Council had to exercise its emergency powers under the Building Act 1984 in order to restrict public access to the pier for a few months until September. You may be wondering why this fact means that the case has now gone all the way to the Supreme Court, but as you can imagine, those periods of June, July, August and into September are obviously peak period for people visiting the pier and using it for leisure facilities, and this acted as a significant detriment to business. The respondents in this case, Manalit Partners PLC, are an assignee of Stylus, which was a company that owned a bingo hall and an amusement arcade on the pier, and in 2011 they went bankrupt, which is why Manalit are acting on their behalf. Now, Stylus knew that the pier wasn't in the best condition because two years prior to the use of the emergency powers by the council, they had conducted their own survey and found that if structural repairs did not take place within a year, then it is likely that the pier would have had to be shut down anyway. With this in mind, Stylus tried to approach Ravenclaw, who were the owners of the pier, and also the council themselves, to try and get them to take action but neither of them did so as they each wanted the other to take the required construction work. So with all this in mind, it's perhaps unsurprising that Stylus, or rather Manalit in this particular case, tried to go after the council for compensation, and in particular this is a statutory form of compensation which is provided for under section 106 of the aforementioned Building Act 1984. This requires compensation to be paid for loss to business resulting from emergency action, but only where the occupier, in this case Stylus, have not actually themselves been in default. This particular wording is where the crux of the case occurs here. The council tried to allege that because Stylus had carried out this survey beforehand, they themselves were in default under not only the Occupier's Liability Act 1957 for members of the public, but also to their own employees under the Health and Safety at Work Act 1974. The council therefore argued that because of this default, they didn't have to pay compensation to the company. The company, on the other hand, argued that these defaults fell outside of the obligations that they were under by way of the 1984 Building Act, and so they were entitled to the compensation. When the Supreme Court came to its decision on the 27th of July 2016, They did say that the default that could be required and could prevent the payment of compensation to Stylus did not necessarily have to fall within the 1984 Act and could refer to a wide variety of defaults. Nevertheless, the Supreme Court did come to a unanimous decision in favour of Manalit Partners PLC and against Hastings Borough Council. This is because even if Stylus had been in default in relation to the Occupier's Liability Act 1957 and the Health and Safety at Work Act 1974, this was not a default in relation to the reason why the council exercised its emergency powers in June of 2006. 
The report that was originally commissioned by Stylus in 2004 looked at the more structural aspects of the pier and made a note of specific repairs that were required. On the other hand, when the council did exercise its emergency powers under Section 78 of the Building Act 1984, they did so because they were worried about overcrowding during the busy summer events that were due to come up in that period, and also the potential fire hazard that this might cause. Therefore, because of this lack of causation between the alleged default of Manalite or Stylus, and the reason that the council actually closed down the pier in June 2006, the company was entitled to compensation in this case. I think that this is probably the right decision, and the court was probably aware that the company had generally acted in good faith. It had commissioned this structural report on the pier way before it was even on the radar of the council or the owners of the pier itself, and when they got the report back that noted the need for these repairs to be made, they did all that they can to try and get either Ravenclaw, the owners, or Hastings Borough Council to actually undertake the work. Just because stylists continue to operate their business doesn't mean that they should necessarily be punished and shouldn't be entitled to compensation themselves. This case itself is also quite an indictment on the council for failing to take any action in respect of the peer. Clearly an attraction like a peer is going to be important not only economically but also culturally to any small town on the English seaside. For Hastings Borough Council to simply neglect this seems like a really poor decision on their part. When I was looking into this case I also had a look on the Hastings local newspaper's website for an article on this and it included an interview with one of the members of the council who tried to justify their decision for bringing this case all of the way to the Supreme Court. In it they suggested that they had always acted with the safety of the public in mind, and at the same time were trying to save the taxpayers money by not having to pay out compensation. This seems completely wrong on both accounts. If Hastings Borough Council had actually listened to Stylus in the first place way back in 2004, they could have taken the appropriate action and been able to remedy the construction defaults on the pier way before this even became an issue and they would have had to exercise their emergency powers. In other words, this whole situation could have been avoided if the council really was interested in the safety of the public. Furthermore, I don't see how the council complaining about a statutory obligation to pay compensation is a useful way to save on taxpayers' money. The council had already lost its case in the original tribunal as well as in the Court of Appeal, and I think any sensible legal advice at that stage would be to just give up on the case and to pay the compensation that was due. It's ultimately this that would have saved the taxpayers money, and instead now the taxpayers of Hastings have to pay out for this legal case as well as the compensation to Stylus or Manalite. I'm certainly aware of the fact that a lot of British seaside towns are facing financial hardship at the moment and a lot of people are going on cheap holidays abroad rather than staying at home and visiting the seaside. Nevertheless, Hastings Borough Council really do seem to have tripped themselves up with the decisions involved dating right back to 2004. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. As ever, thanks to bensound.com who provide the theme music for this podcast and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye!